shall we start children tiger king so this is the second lesson this is the second lesson of your vistas so it's quite interesting in fact um, one of the most interesting lessons so it's about a the name itself suggests that it's about a king of course who's got the title of being a tiger king okay so he's called a tiger king and he's got that title obviously a tiger is not a king and sometimes you know we have you know, a specific connotation when we talk about tiger the person has to be as brave as a tiger so whenever we talk about a person and say that he's a tiger use the metaphor tiger there that he's a tiger we obviously talk about a person who's very brave so let's see if the king is brave or not so the writer in fact he first says that the tiger king in fact he had a very long name okay and he in short he was called the tiger king so maharaja dhiraj all a very lengthy name with lots of titles and then he was in short he was called the tiger king then the writer says that i am going to now narrate the story of the tiger king and i am going to complete the story even if a stuka bomber comes i'm not going to stop narrating my story so by the stuka bomber in fact he means a fighter plane of sorts but that was used by germany during the second world war so the enemies were of course afraid of it so uh, he said that even if a stuka bomber comes i'm not going to stop narrating the story i'm going to narrate the story and he says that the tiger king in fact he was very brave he was a really brave person and in fact when you hear the story of the tiger king you would definitely want to meet this person all of you when you read the story about the tiger king definitely you would want to meet this person but then it's not possible to meet the tiger king because he is now in the last point in a person's journey he's reached his heavenly abode that is he is dead so you can't meet him none of us can meet him we can just listen to his story so it says that when the tiger king was born at that time there was a miracle that took place so he was a prince his tiger king so obviously he was born of a king and he was a prince so when he was born there was a lot of happiness all around and the royal astrologers were called to predict the future of the king the little prince who was born so the prince was 10 days old when the astrologers had come so they all uh, calculated everything and then you know they were a little worried so the astrologer in fact he there there was this question in the board that the astrologer the chief astrologer put a finger under his nose and he didn't say anything so the question was when why did he put a finger under his nose because he didn't know what to say there so then they went on insisting so he said that actually uh, this king he this boy is going to grow up into being a very brave king he'll amass a lot of name and fame for himself he'll be the king of kings but and then they didn't proceed so they had to proceed they had to tell 
So they didn't say anything because maybe they were a little worried. And by this children, we can guess that definitely there is something wrong. Okay. In the future, that's going to happen. That's why maybe they are a little afraid in front of the king, his father, to actually tell that. So uh, the tiger, suddenly a miracle took place. The baby, the tiger king, who was a baby then, a 10-day-old baby, he spoke. In a baby-like voice, but very clearly he spoke and he said that, okay, when you have to, just a minute children, in fact, you know, the astrologer, then they said that he's going to be a very great king, but there's a problem, he'll die. He's one day, he'll die. So children, it's a great prediction. Is it a great prediction? I mean, anybody who's born on this earth is bound to die someday or the other. So it was a very strange thing. I mean, what kind of a prediction is that? Everybody is going to die. So the 10-day baby, 10-day-old baby spoke very clearly. And he said that everybody is supposed to die. It will be good if you tell us the manner of the death. So it was actually a miracle. A 10-day-old baby speaking very clearly in a babel kind of voice, but very clearly. And... He also asked an intelligent question that this cannot be a prediction that the person is going to die. Obviously, the person is going to die someday or the other. It's better if you tell the manner of his death. So then the astrologer said, the chief of the astrologers, he said that actually, you know, he is born in the hour of the bull, according to our calculations. And the bull and tiger, they are enemies. So his death is going to come by a tiger. A tiger is going to kill him. That's how he's going to die. And apparently, the little baby, 10-day-old baby, he shouted with rage at that time and said that tigers beware. Okay. So he gave a warning to the tigers. So what it means that he was not afraid of the tigers. Rather, he wanted the tigers to be afraid of him. He couldn't be killed by a tiger. After that, you know, the baby never spoke. He had a very normal childhood and he grew up. And of course, this incident he did not know about. Obviously, we don't remember what happened when we were 10 days old. So he did not remember. And then everything changed. Everything was normal. He grew up. He didn't know about that incident. But then this incident was a reality, apparently, according to the story. So the king, in fact, you know, um, then he grew up that time he was around 16 or 17 and that time he took over the reins of the kingdom he started ruling his kingdom and he got his kingdom so when he was brought up he was growing up he was brought up in the most uh, english uh, of ways so at that time children the crown princes of india they were it was pre-independence india the british india they actually were, you know, educated in the British mannerisms and they had an English nanny. So he also had an English nanny to take care of him, read only English books, taught by an English man, drank the milk of an English cow. So everything around him was all British. So that was the way the princes in the British India, pre-independence India, they were brought up. So Tiger King was also brought up that way. And when he was around 16, he got his kingdom according to the court of wards. Now, children, uh, you have read about the doctrine of lapse earlier. The doctrine of lapse was an annexation law, in fact. And 
according to which the rani of jhansi all these people they lost their kingdom the doctrine of lap said that if a king dies without an heir without a natural heir without a son then the kingdom would be taken by the east india company that was doctrine of laps now court of wards was that in case the king dies but he has a natural heir he has a son so the kingdom was not taken away then there were people who used to take care of the kingdom people in the british in the east india company used to take care of the kingdom and then as the child was around 16 or 17 the kingdom used to be given to him after being trained to rule the kingdom after his education so around that time he was given the kingdom so the british actually were quite fair people that way the doctrine of laps was there which was of course an unfair law but court of wards was also there so according to the court of wards he got his kingdom back so children you've understood this till here till court of wards you've understood children Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes. Aryan Khatan is here. I can see Aryan. You were not there for the previous classes. Uh, yes, ma'am. There were some network issues in my Wi-Fi. That's okay. why I was not able to go up there. Okay. 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 So uh, he got the kingdom back. Now, when he got his kingdom, and he became the king, of course. That time he started uh, hearing about this particular thing. that you know when he was 10 days old at that time this was the prediction about him and he had spoken so he thought that okay this is what the prediction about me says that i'll be killing a tiger like sorry i'll be killed by a tiger so what he did was he just went out hunting killed a tiger brought the corpse of the tiger the carcass of the tiger and went to the chief astrologer and he dumped the body of the tiger right in front of him and he said that look i've killed this tiger and i killed it quite easily so how do you think i'll be killed by a tiger i can't be killed by a tiger the chief of the astrologer said that maharaja you'll kill 99 tigers the way you've killed this tiger but the 100 tiger is going to kill you that's what my prediction says the maharaja said that suppose i manage to kill the 100 tiger also then the astrologer said that in that case i'll burn my books on astrology cut my tuft that tuft of hair which they had i'll cut my tuft chop off my tuft of hair and i'll become an insurance agent so the astrologer here was trying to say that my prediction cannot go wrong you will be killed by the 100 tiger so after that you know the writer says that it was celebration time for the tigers the maharaja decided to kill 100 tigers to prove the astrologer wrong now anybody would think that the writer is going to say that okay the tigers were afraid or it was a bad time which came for the tigers because now the maharaja would start reckless killing of the tigers but the writer says that it was celebration time for the tigers the name of the kingdom was pratibandhpuram for the tigers of pratibandhpuram the reason the king actually gave a royal decree a royal order that nobody is going to kill any tiger even if the tiger is causing a lot of trouble killing people whatever the reason nobody is going to kill any tiger because the tiger would have to be killed only by the king 
and he said that if anybody even threw a stone at a tiger the person's property would be confiscated it would be taken away by the state of pratibandhpuram so all the property belonging to that person even if he tried to throw a stone at a tiger tried to harm the tiger in any way the property would be taken away by the state so nobody is going to touch any tiger the tiger could be killed only by the king so the king went on killing tigers he was a brave person in fact and a good fighter so he used to kill the tigers and nobody else was allowed to help him to kill the tigers because he had to kill the tiger himself sometimes you know the bullet missed its mark and the tiger attacked him and he had to fight the tiger with his bare hands but he used to manage to finally kill the tiger so this was going on he was killing tigers in his kingdom and suddenly there was a problem which cropped up the problem was that he had actually given the order that nobody is going to kill any tiger but then a british officer a very high ranking british officer he sent the message that i want to kill a tiger you know that children in uh, british india even before that hunting killing of tigers it was actually there amongst the royalty the british also used to love doing that so the british officer and in tamil he was referred to as the durai so this british officer the durai he wanted to kill a tiger so he uh, talked to the he sent his messenger to the maharaja saying that he wanted to come to pratibandhpuram to kill a tiger now the problem with actually uh, the king was that the problem with the king was that he had to complete his tally of a hundred tigers so if he allowed a british officer to kill a tiger it would be a problem for him one british officer comes today tomorrow maybe two or three other british officers would like to come to pratibandhpuram to kill tigers and that way you know the tiger population would reduce and the problem with the king was that he had to kill a hundred tigers so he decided not to allow him to do so so the king in fact said that i can organize a boar hunt a mosquito hunt a mouse hunt but not a tiger hunt this question had come in the board children what did the king offer to organize the king said i'll organize a boar hunt i'll organize a mouse hunt i'll organize a mosquito hunt but definitely not a tiger hunt the durai in fact the british official he said that in fact you know i don't want to kill the tiger you can kill the tiger yourself i just want a photograph with the tiger so at that time children you must have seen those old photographs you know the carcass the body of the tiger lying on the ground and several people surrounding it and the person who killed the tiger used to stand in front with one foot on the body of the tiger holding the gun so the british officer he just wanted that he just wanted a photograph with the tiger holding the gun okay he himself holding the gun with one foot on the body of the tiger so that it would appear that he has killed the tiger otherwise he had no problem with the king killing the tiger but the king thought that in fact if i allow him then there would be several others who would come and they would not really allow me to kill the tiger so the king refused he did not allow that he did not allow that but children it was british india so he was afraid thinking that in fact you know if he is angry if this high ranking british official is angry my kingdom is going to be in danger the kingdom might be taken away from me so he was a little afraid so what he did was he ordered 
some expensive diamond rings around 50 expensive diamond rings from a very famous british jeweler in calcutta and he sent it to the wife of this british official he was referred to as the durai and his wife as the durai sani so he sent it to the british official's wife and he thought that she would be taking one or two selecting one or two rings and keeping it what she did was she kept all the 50 and sent a thank you note okay she kept all the 50 rings and sent a thank you note now the king in fact had to pay 3 lakh rupees for those 50 diamond rings and 3 lakh rupees children even now it's not a small amount and you can imagine british india long time back that was a huge amount so but the king thought that whatever it is at least you know i got to save my kingdom my kingdom is no longer in danger she's happy the british official is happy so it's okay it's a small price to pay for keeping the kingdom with me so this went on the maharaja went on killing tigers and he managed to kill around 70 tigers which is a huge number he managed to kill around 70 tigers when again another problem came the problem was that the tigers in his kingdom of pratibandhapuram they were over skilled all the tigers all the 70 tigers must have been there skilled all the tigers now there is no tiger there in pratibandhapuram so uh, again this problem is there and he needs to complete his tally of 100 so he called uh, his diwan and he told the diwan that diwan sahib do you know that around 30 tigers have to be killed with this gun of mine so he pointed the gun at the diwan and said that do you realize around 30 tigers have to be killed with this gun of mine the diwan backed away saying that i'm not a tiger because he was pointing his gun towards the diwan so he said i'm not a tiger so he said i know you are not a tiger what i'm saying is that i want to get married the king said so the diwan said that um, uh, maharaja i already have two wives so if i marry you i mean how can i marry you so the maharaja started laughing he said no no i am not going to marry you i just what i want is a tiger so divan got even more confused he said we already have a tiger king you you going to marry a tiger if we have a tiger queen i mean how will this kingdom survive so again he laughed he said no 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 not a tiger i want to marry a girl so first what you have to do is you have to first see that the nearby see in the nearby kingdoms that how many tigers are there in the forest then you'll see that whether in that royal family ruling that kingdom there is a girl whom okay whom i can marry so he got married also thinking about the tigers there have to be tigers in the forest of that kingdom so then he could marry one of the princes in that kingdom so he got married and every time he used to go to his father in law's kingdom he used to manage to kill around 5 6 tigers okay so this continued and in fact you know by this time it was around 3 years it continued went on continuing this kind of thing and by that time what happened the king the tigers in his father in law's kingdom they were also over and he's managed to kill 99 tigers huge number 99 tigers children imagine okay he's managed to kill 
brave man and he was killing the tigers alone no help from anyone and you heard earlier that sometimes the tiger used to attack him and he used to fight the tiger with his bare hands also and he used to manage to emerge victorious now comes the crucial number he killed 99 tigers and according to the astrologer's prediction the 100 tiger would kill the king and the astrologer was very firm in that he said that no in case my prediction comes wrong i am going to burn my books on astrology so he was very firm on that that my prediction is correct so this is the crucial number the king in fact thought that let me just concentrate on the tigers right now and about the kingdom i'll concentrate later on he had a son also he thought that no everything i'll take care of the kingdom everything after i kill all the tigers the 100 tiger has to be now the problem was that the tiger could not be found the 100 tiger he just needed one tiger and he would kill 100 now he couldn't find the 100 tiger at all by that time he was really tense really worried and he used to be furious with everybody he used to lose his temper all the time because he was looking for that crucial 100 tiger he had to kill that tiger only then his tally would be complete and he would prove the astrologer wrong tiger couldn't be found then finally uh, one of the uh, villages in his kingdom they reported that you know the sheep are missing the sheep are missing so definitely it's a tiger at work and they first ascertained that it's a tiger at work it's a tiger at work they first ascertained that so they in fact said that it's not the work of veera sami naikar or kadir mia sahib so these two people veera sami naikar and kadir mia sahib these two people they were hunters and they were known to eat a sheep whole so in fact they first ascertained that these two people are not uh, stealing the sheep and eating the sheep obviously if a person is eating uh, there'll be a fire obviously he'll cook it so it was nothing of that sort so they knew that these hunters these two hunters they were not doing that and it's definitely a tiger at work who's taken away the sheep so definitely there is a tiger somewhere in this particular village they came to know about that and they reported it to the maharaja the maharaja was pleased that at least uh, we know that there is a tiger around and the maharaja said that in fact the people there they don't have to pay the taxes now because the tiger is found there people were also happy but surprisingly the king was camping there along with his uh, soldiers along with uh, a lot of other people there but then the tiger couldn't be found is absolutely no tiger to be found and again the king was losing his temper he was firing the officials they were losing their jobs he was so angry that why the tiger is not found and then he said he got so angry with the villagers that he said that now i'll double the taxes they'll pay double taxes now why the tiger is not found why they have reported something which is wrong which is incorrect so the divan in fact he tried to make this king see reason he said that please don't do that i mean how can you be so insensitive how can you just increase the tax moreover there's another problem if you just increase the tax these people will get very angry and they'll join the satyagraha 
So around that time, Satyagraha, Gandhi Satyagraha must have started. So he said that if we don't take care of the people, if we increase their taxes, they will also join the Satyagraha movement. So we can't do that. The king said that in that case, you also quit. You can just go away. I don't need you. Then the Divan realized that this, is, this matter is actually getting out of hand now. And then he thought that something has to be done. The king, in fact, is almost going mad. So what the Divan did was he had made an arrangement just anticipating that this would happen. He had got a very old tiger from People's Park in Madras, which is a zoo. He had got it from there and he kept it in his house. Very old tiger, in fact, almost you could say that in a few weeks or so, a few months or so, it would die anyway, out of old age. So he, what he did was at night, he and his wife, both of them were very old. They just dragged the tiger, the tiger which he had got from People's Park. He just, both of them, they just dragged the tiger. And they, yes, somebody's talking, please don't do that. So he just, they just dragged the tiger and made him sit at the back of his car. And it was with a great difficulty they had to drag the tiger and make him sit in the car. The Divan drove the car himself and took it near the camp where the king was there, camping along with his soldiers. And then, according to the writer, the Divan now wanted the tiger to come out of the car. And he was trying to pull the tiger out of the car. And according to the writer, the tiger then launched its own Satyagraha. The tiger refused to get up. What was Satyagraha? In fact, one of the salient features of the Satyagraha movement that we are sitting here, we are protesting. Even if you beat us, we won't hit back, but we won't budge an inch from this place. So that was one of the aspects of Satyagraha. The tiger, in fact, launched its own Satyagraha. It did not budge an inch. The Divan, with great difficulty, he had to pull the tiger out of the car. Now the tiger, in fact, he just walked up to the king. He walked up to the king and he, he walked up to the king and he, uh, the tiger, in fact, it walked in a very slow and docile manner as if telling the king that, Lord, I am here, please kill me. So in that kind of manner, the tiger was a very old tiger. And by that drive also, he were, must have got even more tired. So he just walked slowly almost near in front of the king and the king in fact then took out his gun took aim at the tiger and just shot it okay so the easiest kill of all old tiger not even capable of fighting or running away walked slowly in the most docile calm manner in front of the king as if telling the king lord i'm here just kill me so the tiger is now dead so what has happened? The king is now successful. He's managed to kill 100 tigers. That was the crucial number, the 100 tiger. The king managed to kill the 100 tiger. He's very happy. And he said that, listen, this 100 tiger, it has to be brought in a procession to the kingdom near the palace and let everybody see that the king, the Maharaja has killed his 100th tiger. And a tomb also will be made for the tiger in honor of the king's killing of the tiger. So uh, the 
king in fact then he drove away in his car now the soldiers the officials they went near the tiger and the tiger just rolled up its eyes and looked at them so what has happened the tiger was not killed the tiger actually out of fear it fainted so what has happened now the 99th tiger king has killed of course the 100th tiger was not killed by the king the 100th tiger was not killed by the king the 100th tiger then finally the tiger was there it had to be killed because the soldiers had to take it out in procession and then a tomb had to be made for the tiger so one of the officials one of the soldiers took out his gun and killed the tiger they all thought that why inform the king that the tiger was not killed the king as it is you know uh, he was becoming very eccentric he was be being very angry at everybody firing everybody they were losing their jobs so they thought that why tell him anything and one of them just killed the tiger so the 100 tiger was killed and it was killed not by the king but one by one of his soldiers children if we are not able to complete the lesson we will complete it in the next class so it was uh, killed by one of his soldiers now it was brought in procession and everybody saw that the tiger king finally has killed 100 tigers now of course he can he could take care of the kingdom the king was very happy very relieved that now the 100 100 tigers also killed the astrologer who had predicted that the king would be killed by the 100 tiger he was now no more he was dead so the king there was no scope for the king going there and telling him that you've lost the challenge i have won so anyway but the king was happy that the 100 tiger was finally killed is somebody talking so the tiger finally was killed the king was happy so now he in fact turned his attention towards his son this it was his son's birthday and the king wanted to give a gift to his son so he went to the shopping center of pratibandhpuram and there he saw a lot of things and what he liked was a wooden tiger so in fact you know his mind was so much into tigers that he selected a tiger also so he selected a wooden tiger and the shopkeeper in fact that was a tiger in fact which was made by an unskilled carpenter there were quills all over you know those pointed quills on the surface of the wood and it wasn't in fact done properly at all so and it was it just cost 2 annas but the shopkeeper thought that if i tell the king that it it costs just 2 annas he will again get very angry so the shopkeeper said that you know this is a wonderful craftsmanship by a very talented person and it's actually a bargain for just 200 rupees 200 rupees was very high at that time so the king said okay fine let this be a gift from your side to the crown prince so after that the king and his son they were playing the king was playing with his son with that tiger and one of the quills in fact a small sliver of wood from the tiger it got into the thing uh, the king's finger so the king just took it out and started playing with his son again but by evening a strange thing happened the uh, finger was swollen and it was filled with pus and then uh, It, his entire arm was affected it was filled with gangrene and then i mean the king was in pain 
and then three german surgeons were called from madras and they said that the king had to be operated on so the surgery was done and the king the, that just a bit of wood that sliver of wood it had to be taken out so that surgery was conducted by those three german surgeons who were very good in their work the three german surgeons then they came out and they said that uh, the surgery is successful the maharaja is dead okay I mean, they've managed to take out that piece of wood but the maharaja is dead so the surgery is successful according to them so that's how the maharaja finally was killed by the 100 tiger and the irony was that it was not even a real tiger it was a wooden tiger okay so finally children whose prediction came true whether it was the king who won the challenge or the astrologer 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 this prediction astrologer. was that you will kill 99 tigers but the 100 tiger is going to kill you now he thought the king thought that he killed 100 tigers the reality was that the 100 tiger was killed by one of his soldiers not by he, the king himself and the 100 tiger that was a wooden tiger managed to kill the king okay so this is the story that's how the king died so the king in fact you know one thing throughout you might be thinking that if the 100 tiger would have killed the king why did the king take the trouble of killing 99 suppose he wouldn't have killed a single tiger it would have been okay he wouldn't have reached the number 100 and he would have been safe maybe what do you think children Yes, children. Yes, ma'am. No. No. Some of you feel that no king should have killed the tigers. Okay. Yes, ma'am. He should not kill the tigers. Shouldn't have killed the tigers. Okay, because if he wouldn't have killed the tigers, then he wouldn't have reached that number 100 anyway the 100 tiger was supposed to kill him aryan singh negi astrologer predicted that he will be killed by a tiger initially of course that was his prediction that he would be killed by a tiger and that's precisely what happened now when the king killed a tiger and took it to the astrologer and said that i have been able to kill the tiger with so much of ease so how can a tiger kill me at that time the astrologer said that you'll be able to kill 99 tigers but the 100 tiger would definitely kill you so maybe the king in fact you know wouldn't have bothered about killing so many tigers isn't it but he did that so that was the problem i can't open this chat okay so children the question answers will be discussing in the next class the question answers of tiger king so have you understood the chapter children you've understood the lesson tiger yes ma'am yes and how